Thank you for listening. And today's an interesting show. I'm experimenting with a lot of different content ideas as it relates to having a podcast for 365 days. As you well know, I will talk about all things that are interesting to me and nothing is off the table. From UFOs to calculations to Trump being a time traveler to the Uyghur disputes within China, just providing content that makes sense as well as very entertaining and to think about things maybe you don't think about. And today I'm in a unique place. I'm in a new place. I've never been here before and I want to talk to you about Cartagena, Colombia and the things I've seen thus far. So for this podcast, I'm going to break things down in a few categories. The first one is the gringo factor, indicating what does it mean to be a gringo in this country. And with that being said, I have some a podcast I did within the hotel, and I'll just also just have some random audios I've done when I was in Cartagena today. So it'll be a hodgepodge of things, but I'll just I'll uh, start playing them right now. So we took look at us, We took a picture with like there's just typical Colombian look where it's like a woman, an african-american woman wearing colorful clothes she's african-american what is she black colombian black colombian but technically we're in south america and she's african at some point but no need to get into semantics we took a picture it's afro-latina afro-latina uh, okay afro-latina is the correct term um i guess i'm not european-american so I think about that. Anyways, I digress. So the point is, we're taking a picture, and I pulled out a painter, and this homeless man was right in front of me, and he saw my wad of money, because the exchange rate is, like, crazy here. It's like for, I mean, it's, one dollar is like 4,000 Colombian pesos, and, I mean, it's just whatever that means, but... Anyways, the exchange rate's crazy, and the homeless guy saw my wad, and he would not leave us alone until we had to convince him to, but he was Venezuelan, and that's a big issue right now in South America, is you have a lot of the Venezuelan population, you know, claiming refugee status. You also hear a lot of that in the background, there's a lot of Americans here. Talking about the gringo factor, what does it mean to be a gringo in a Latin American country? The next is the exchange rate. <laughs> I know you guys, I mean, my listeners have traveled, most of them have, but whenever you go to a new country, the the exchange rate sometimes makes no sense. Living in Ecuador, they use the U.S. dollar for the time being, so I don't really deal with it as much. But the exchange rate in Colombia is something insane, like for $1 is only... 20 cents of their exchange rate and they do everything by thousands so if i'm driving a taxi and they ask for ten thousand pesos and i have to do the math and it like comes out to only be roughly two dollars so things like that the next thing is the food i've been eating the food it's been delicious and um the scenery so kind of getting into it but starting off with the gringo factor one thing that has been really evident here is that the poverty in Colombia is very serious. And even being in a tourist environment, it's not bad. But I've traveled to a lot of different countries and 
I've been to a lot of different beaches and people have tried to sell me a lot of little things I don't need. In Spanish, they call them recuerditos. But, you know, getting out and stepping out in the street here in Colombia, I mean, the first thing someone tried to sell me is a Pablo Escobar t-shirt. And I laughed and that laughter in itself and sales is enough for them to keep communicating with me. And um, I was just really trying to get away from the process of having to buy this shirt. But it was interesting how people just kept piling it on and piling it on trying to communicate until essentially you just have to say no gracias. But from there, walking around Cartagena, they have an old town type kind of situation, colonial area, where initially it was protected by these large walls. And within the city, it gives me a very cumbia or I should say a Cubano feel or Cuba. With kind of the old the old buildings, the colonialism, you know, with Spanish influence, with the colors as well. It was it was really unique. And um, as we walked around, we went shopping, and we're here in Cartagena because there's somebody in my wife's family who's having her fiftieth wedding, and it's an all I'm sorry, fiftieth wedding. Good lord, it's been a long day. Fiftieth birthday party, which is is pretty exciting in itself, and they're doing something really unique, which is having like an all white wedding. I don't know why in Latin culture, but they wear all white clothes whenever these things happen, and we were invited, so we're very grateful to be here, and we're just enjoying our time thus far, but did a little bit of touring in the city, walking around, just seeing people experiencing new things, and we actually randomly were at this coffee shop. It was really tiny, and we bumped into a person, and you know, this individual was really interesting to talk to because he was of... Um, descent from the DR and, you know, American born, but that was a descent. So we had a long conversation. So it was really interesting talking to him about his travels and where he's been and kind of finding that moment where within travels, you meet people who are like-minded in nature. I mean, it was so funny. I sat and talked to him about snatching, which is a CrossFit workout, which I hate, but apparently he's competed and he was at one point in time for a competition, he was 30th within that competition, which to me is pretty incredible in itself because snatching takes so much coordination requirements and strength. But, you know, it's so funny how in life, sometimes you just meet people randomly, you have a connection, you can talk about a lot of different things. Um, and we talked about the book I've re- referenced before by Michael Singer called The Surrender Experience. And I'll have a guest on later to talk a little bit more in depth about it. But, you know, this book is just so applicable in all of life's things. And I was talking with this gentleman about kind of his next next, next um, steps in life career-wise. And he had an opportunity presented to him. I won't go into detail to it. because. But what's interesting is how the surrender experience model can be applied to certain things where... Sometimes when the universe, God, Allah, whoever puts something in front of you, you're able to recognize what it is. And although it doesn't align with your normal, quote unquote, what you want, it's the opportunity that's put forth in front of you. So are you going to take the the um, responsibility to do it with your most gusto, if you will? But so that's kind of the gringo factor. When you step outside, I guess what I'm trying to say is people know you are a gringo and there's no escaping it, and someone's going to try to sell you a t-shirt. So if you come to Cartagena, just be prepared for it. Um, we got in last night, and it's a like I said, it's a very beautiful area, but it is you can tell at night it is a little bit dangerous. So not necessarily walking in the streets, but we're, we're protected um, in the hotel.
So the next factor is the travel factor and also the beer. I would say the beer here is quite delicious. I've drank a couple of them and the Colombians do a really good job of actually brewing the beer and creating it. They kind of have some unique flavors. Me and my wife are hanging out by the pool today, just soaking in the sun rays, getting ready for this all white party. I'll have pictures on my Instagram, so it should be pretty interesting. Um, so kind of getting into other topics and concepts, um, I think a really important concept sometimes is under, this is going to get a little bit deep in terms of people and understanding how to communicate with your family, but creating boundaries and understanding that in life, if somebody says they have a problem with you or you're doing something they don't like, then you must go directly to the source and not allow for other fluff in the air. Now, I think my nuggets of today are two things. Number one, if there's a problem that you're having with somebody, go to them directly and talk about it. It's so much more easier than hearing it through the grapevine or what other people say. The another piece of nugget of knowledge I would lay upon you is Find a mentor. If you are going into an industry or something you like, then you have somebody that's wanting to coach you on your moves in life. A mentor can be so crucial to getting to your next steps. And I say that because they've already been in that path. They've already understood it. And they see something in, inside you that they like or they connect with. And they, and they want to steer you to a better life. That's what a good mentor does. And in my life, I've had two really good mentors and both of them were in the Air Force, oddly enough. But they, each one of them provided me just useful information when I needed it in life. And they were older figures who kind of told me, hey, this is how you want to do this. You know, this is how you want to make your life easier. Because it's like with knowledge, it's the same thing with consulting. If you're a consultant, essentially what you're paying for is time. And what I mean when I say that is you're paying for somebody to cut the time down for something you need to learn so you don't have to spend as much focusing on it. And that's what a good mentor does. They're going to take the time of figuring things out. They're going to help you and they're going to provide some solution sets for you that allow you to go through. Well, today's kind of a short podcast. It's a random rambling, a random rambling type kind of style. I'm here in Cartagena, Colombia. It's beautiful. Enjoying the day, getting ready for this party tonight. And I just wanted to hop up here and just give you a quick oversight of what I'm dealing with today, what I'm seeing, what I'm being a part of. I just want to thank you all for listening, and we are so close to that 50th mark. And once we get it, I'm sure I can start getting paid, potentially pennies on the podcast. But to get getting paid for something you love is more important than getting paid for something you hate. And that sounds like a little bit of a tongue twister. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great weekend, and um, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you all for listening to episode 22 of the Zachary Wingate podcast. just want to say I appreciate it. Let's get there to that 50 mark so I can start turning a profit. Um, also, tomorrow's episode will be of the same. I might be a little bit hungover. Going over the party tomorrow of the all-white party. Close to 100 people are going to be here wearing all-white, all looking over at the ocean in Cartagena. It'll be an interesting experience. So thank you all. Have a good Saturday night, and I look forward to speaking with you tomorrow.